you to the table tonight. Um, we are going to kind of continue in what we were talking about last week about um, a new year, new beginnings, new prayer um, for your life and new kind of New Year's resolution of going a little bit deeper than just with weight loss and the normal going things. Going to that, the gym. Yeah, going to the gym, things like that. So, and those things are great. I don't want to discourage you from doing any of that, but uh, this is more on a spiritual level. Um, and so... This week, I kind of have been doing a little um, housekeeping in my own self. Um, I've I've been asking the Lord to search me and to, and these are dangerous prayers to ask because not all the time the answer that you get from the Lord is something that you're expecting or that you want to hear. Sometimes it's a hard word and, and um you have to be very careful of your pride because sometimes you get offended. You're like, oh, I'm not like that. And then you realize that the Lord is trying to, you know, have some growth come up in you. And um, not always the word of, well, I mean, really, anytime the Lord has spoke to me, it's never been an easy word. It's never been fluffy or floofy or anything like that. It's been, you know, to convict or it's been to move me or something like that because we get comfortable in who we are and uh, we don't like change very well do we Brittany and uh, so it, it, it's hard it's hard to do and so um, that's kind of been my prayer this this whole like these bold prayers are dangerous prayers because you know we take prayer so lightly I feel like we're we're um, marshmallowy Mickey Mouse type um, that's how I was anyway. When I was a little girl, I remember my only praying um, was, you know, now I lay me down to sleep. That scary prayer, you know, if I should die, you know, any of those prayers. Um, and then, you know, God is great. God is good. Let us blank him or thank him for our food. And, you know, those recited ritual prayers, that's really what they are. Recited, not really a lot of feeling. Um and so those are the type of prayers I prayed as a child. Did you pray different prayers? Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, that is that is the norm. Um, not many people pray before dinner. Um, and I think it's funny. I was listening to a sermon and they were like, you know, normally our prayers are like, bless this food, you know, this Big Mac, this cheese coney, this, you know, greasy pizza that I'm about to eat. You know, even though probably not the healthiest things for us. Um, it is good to thank Please him for our food. Calories count. <laughs> yes. Don't let this Yes. Don't let it go to my thighs. <laughs> Take it out of my double chin, whatever, Lord. Let it go to my feet, to my big toe, something. But, you know, our prayers are safe. Like, be with me, Lord. Um, protect me. You know, the Lord has already told us that he will never leave us. But we tend to say, be with me, Lord. Be with my family. Protect my family. Um, and so these are just safe little prayers. And so I've, I'm trying to go outside of the the norm and pray these big, bold prayers. But also, that is very dangerous because what you get in return of being bold and praying those prayers, are you ready for it? Yeah, so, and you have no idea of what he's going to do. No. But it's always for your good. And it's always to grow you and to stretch you and to move you. Um, I remember when Lisa was... Uh, you know, um, in the process, she hadn't even told me yet. Like she keeps some things from me for a little bit, but she was like, I'm thinking about coming to your church. And I was like, oh. and you know, she's, she's so obedient, like with her stuff, she wants to make sure it's for the right reasons. She's the friend that if I'm in a, 
in, in something or going through something, she always leads me to prayer. That's her first thing. Well, let's pray about it. And I'm thankful for that because not many friends will say, let's pray about it. That's not their first reaction. Right, right. And I'm so thankful that that is like something that she is very, very strong in. And so she keeps me, uh, because I don't know that I would pray for a lot of the things that I talk to you about if you wouldn't say, let's pray about it. Because my nature is to just try to work it out myself. And so I'm thankful that the Lord is using Lisa to teach me that come to me first. Well, you get busy and you forget that that's, that's a tool that we've right. been given to plug into God's power. Yes. And I think that the downplaying or desensitizing of prayer by Satan is a huge game play that he has. Is that He doesn't want us to pray because prayer changes things. That's how we defeat him mm -hmm. in his army. That's right. That's right. So um, I'll start tonight since you started last. Did you start last week? No, you start tonight. You start tonight. Because I don't think, I think I started last week. Well, there's this Bible verse. It's 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. And it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing and everything. Give thanks for this in, in God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And though this doesn't mean like you're praying continuously through like, it just there's all like, day long or yeah. long long prayers it's it's just like you you have this constant connection mm -hmm. you know yes. you know that he's present and at any moment you have that connection to be able to pray and talk to your father i've been walking through this through the grocery and i've heard someone talking to someone else about something really really you know, um, bad about a, a, a death or something's going on. And I've just been like, Lord be with, or if you hear an ambulance go by, you're like, Lord, I don't know what is going on, but I pray that's praying without ceasing. One, you're constantly. One of the questions that I, um, come across that I wanted to ask you was like, you know, there, what's the Bible verse, um, Matthew 6, 6, it says, but when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray. And your father who is in secret, Mm -hmm. uh, pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Mm -hmm. So like, is there a difference between like this verse that says pray without ceasing and then a prayer that when you're going into a room in secret, like, I think it, I think there is, I think with, with pray without ceasing, it is to be in, um, in a constant prayer mode regardless, but the world is so loud and shouting at us all the time. And I had this written down as well. Um, that's why I'm going to be able to come back at you like this. Um, because the Lord is, the, the world is shouting at us all the time. And Jesus, he needs us to be still. Because God tells us, be still and know that I am the Lord your God. Well, if we can't, we can't hear God if everything is in our ear. And so Jesus tells us to go into our closet where we can still ourselves, where we can hear his word. And I think that is the, like, there's times that I pray all day that are just like, Lord, be with this person or Lord, I'm getting ready to go in here. I'm getting ready to go into Walmart. Don't let me, you know, I mean, cause Walmart's like Satan's ground, <laughs> you know, somebody stops in a buggy. I know. I always talk about Walmart, but you know, somebody just takes up the whole aisle. They just stop right in the middle of you and you're in a hurry. You know, you're like, get out of my way, you know? And so, yeah, it brings the worst down in us. Walmart brings the worst down in us. And so um, I think that that is Satan's, what, what is it? His ground, his, uh, his, that's where he lives is in, in you know, Walmart. in Walmart. Yep. 
So, um, so I think that there is a time when you need to do business with the Lord. And that's when you go into your closet to steal yourself, you know, like to shut out everything. It's deeper, more intimate. Absolutely. And those are when you, and, and I think a lot of times I will pray and I'll, I'll just be like telling the Lord everything I want and how I want it. And I think, and, and with prayer, it's a two-sided conversation. You have to be quiet. So I feel like the Lord sometimes is like, shh, you know, I love you. I know what's best for you. Let me tell you what I want to tell you. Let me guide you. But sometimes we get so caught up thinking prayer is just all these words, all these beautiful Bible verse words that we're supposed to say. And that's not what the Lord wants. He wants a very intimate conversation with you. And so um, he wants your cell phone to be out of there. He wants it to just be you and him. And the other side of that is when you pray, there's a side of you that has to listen. That's and right. I have a problem with that. Yeah. Being still, waiting I'm, on the Lord. I'm not good at that because as soon as I start trying to do it, my mind is like yep. thinking about everything That's right. else. That's right. And that it's a train thing. It's not something that comes very natural. Our our body is a sin is is it sins it sins naturally, and, and so these things, our spirit and our flesh are at war with one another. And so I think that's why he rewards us when we're obedient. It, it, it he doesn't say go in there and you perfectly pray and you do this. He just says go in there, and he will reward you for that. And so, um, well, even Christ got a got alone to pray. Yes, so he always was, went alone to pray. Um, that was in Mark one thirty five. And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. Yeah. So if he thought it was worthwhile. Oh, absolutely. Him, you know. That's right. And he always did it really early in the morning. He would get up, and it wasn't, you know, like, I mean, Jesus was tired. I mean, there was times he hadn't even ate, and, he, you know, he would have to go away and have time for him. Some me time is what I tell my husband. Like if I'm around a lot of people a lot, I have to get away to kind of recharge where he is good to go mm -hmm. the whole time. Um, but my study took me to 1 Samuel 3.10 with uh, Samuel. He was 11 or 12 years old. And um, this is about listening to the Lord. This is probably going to help you um, because Samuel, he was 11 or 12. So he he was the son of, of Hannah and Hannah had given him back to Eli, the priest, to work in the temple or wherever they were. And um, so in the middle of the night, Samuel went to bed and God called Samuel's name like three different times. He would say, Samuel, Samuel. And so Samuel would get up and he would run into the priest and he was like, did you call me? And the priest would be like, nope, that wasn't me. So he'd go back to bed and that happened three different times. And finally, Eli was like, that's God trying to talk to you. So when he does that again, you say, I'm your servant and I'm listening. And so um, that's what uh, Samuel did. And so, but what God said to Samuel was a hard thing to do because Eli was in sin and he was not honoring God and he had not turned from sin and he was given this 11 year old little boy 12 year old little boy was given uh, the message that God was going to judge Eli's home his house and his nation and um, and so Samuel had to carry that burden a lot of times when God speaks to us we feel like it's a burden you know because it's a big deal it's a, it's a if he speaks to you it's like my father's business. You know, if you look at, if you look at uh, Noah, he told Noah to build an ark. Noah's like, what's an ark? You know, he had to lay everything out for him. Same way with Jonah. He said, Jonah, I want you to go to Nineveh, to the wickedest people, and I want you to tell them that they either repent or they are going to die. 
or there was Mary who, um, you know, you're going to have a baby and you're a virgin and you're unmarried. And so when God speaks, it's not easy, you know, and, and so there comes obedience, but you have to listen in order to be able to do what God has called for you to do. Um, but it is hard because we are, we are, we are a people of, you know, Amazon, we want this, we want this, we want this, and we want it now. Like, we don't even want to wait two or three days. We want that fast next day delivery. Just like the other day when uh, our last podcast, I told on myself, and I didn't pray for that lady when he told me to. Mm -hmm. Like, it's an impression. You know, I didn't hear anything audibly, but it's an impression, and you knew it was supposed to be yeah. something that he was telling you to do. Mm -hmm. And um, Well, your spirit and God's spirit communicate. And he prompts you. But then there's this moment of when you, it's different because when he's telling you something, you know it. But when you're trying to be still and you're trying to listen, that's, it's so hard. For well, the enemy is trying to distract you by saying, but God is never going to tell you to bless or encourage, or I'm sorry, the enemy is never going to tell you to bless or encourage someone. Yeah. And so if that, because how many times have um, you've been like, oh, I need to call her. I need to check on her. Or I need to send a card or I need to go visit them. That's not from the enemy <laughs> because the enemy is going to tell you to slander them or to lie about them or to, you know, uh, not bless them. Condemn you. Yes. And so it's, it's really, you have, to, and so a lot of people are like, I don't know how to hear God. And that's where you have to get alone with him. And he speaks to you through his word. Um, and through scripture. And so there'll be many times that I'm reading uh, scripture and I've read the verse. You hear this all the time. Uh, I've read the verse 50,000 times, but you're going through something in your life and whatever you're reading, it will pop off and like smack you right in the face and you're like, I get that now because you're going through it. And so the Lord is speaking to you. That's how he speaks to you. Or he can speak to you through a song or through another person. Um, through music, uh, he speaks, he uses everything through TikTok, social media, whatever. Um, but he really speaks to you when you get alone with him. And we have plenty of time to go watch a binge watch Netflix or to go work out or to play our phone or to get on TikTok or whatever we, we have, we make time for that stuff. And so just imagine what the Lord can do in you and through you if you would pause for just a just a little bit and just go in and listen and and read his word or listen to a sermon where you're not asking God for anything you're just Lord here's your servant and I'm listening I want to hear from you but when you want to hear from the Lord he will speak to you and you better be ready to hear what he's got to say because it may be I need you to lay down some sin or I need you to go here and it don't matter what the weather is. You know, he's he's wanting you to go. That's why Jonah got on the boat opposite of Nineveh because he didn't want to go. Yeah. So it's it's an obedience thing. So for me, it's a scary thing to pray, Lord, speak to me. Um, but I think Samuel is a great example of a young boy who, you know, God was speaking to him and he was like, okay, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, it's never an easy, an easy assignment when the Lord speaks. So, um, what else do you have over there? Uh, we pray to discern his will. Yes. 
And then, um, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given. Um, and there's times that even if we do ask, he doesn't he doesn't give it to us because out of his wisdom, he knows what's best for us. Thank God for yeah. closed doors. Mm -hmm. You know, we think it as in rejection. We and so that's the enemy. Delay and, yeah. yeah. And it may be, I mean, how many times have you prayed for something and it did not happen? And now you're like, thank you, God. It's because he knows what's best. Um, but I will tell you that, that God has moved more in my life through me listening to him than me telling him what I want. Because, you know, he delivered me from addiction. He told me. And it was just at a time where I was, I was so desperate to hear from God because I had just lost my dad that I was listening. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, I wish that I wouldn't have had to have lost my dad to hear the Lord, but he knew what I needed. He knew it. He, he knew it. He, he knew that I was stubborn and hard-headed, and I was in an addiction, and I probably wouldn't have heard him um, and, unless I was in my suffering. And that's where Jesus is, is in the suffering. And so it's when we, we never cry out to the Lord when we're on a mountaintop. Never, hardly. You know, we might praise his name, but it's never like, Lord, I'm listening. I'm so happy. You know, it's always like, oh, my gosh, my bills are due or my my family's sick or, you know, things like that. So. Well, in those situations when he's we've not gotten an answer yet, there's a delay or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, we're to be diligent and persistent in prayer. So Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Yeah. And it's going to be a fight to shut your flesh down to be still in front of the Lord. Yeah, I experience that every time. Yeah. And you have to fight to do that, um, to just rest in his presence and to be still and know that I'm God. Pause and stop. Um, do you make it a habit to still yourself before the Lord? That's another thing that's going to be a very hard thing for you to do. Um, to make time to be with the Lord. But, but the whole thing of praying is that you want your prayers to be answered. And so um, he's, going to, he's going after those faithful prayers and listeners. And I mean, I'm seeing the Lord answer all kinds of prayers in mine and your life. Um, I emptied, I was telling a girl today that I had a prayer jar and I had all these prayers in it. It started in October 31st. And uh, there was like, maybe 11 prayers that I was able to pull out of there that the Lord had. I've never had anything like that before. I mean, the Lord has never, and, and, um, and it's because that I make time to be still, but that's, ta it's taken a long time. Well, I think, um, at our church we do in our bulletin, they put the, like the people that we pray for mm -hmm. and the praises. And I think it's just as good for us to see, because you, you might've had all those prayers, but had forgotten about them. Right. Yep. I'd be like, I, oh, I forgot I did that one. Yeah. Yep. So it's just a good way to keep keep an eye on, you know, all, and, and edify your... Absolutely. Your, it spurs you on. It does, and it just grows your faith, mm -hmm. being able to see Him. I love to watch the Lord prayer. answer prayers for not just myself, but like, the, I feel like Jesus, I was telling Lisa, um, I love to watch Jesus pursue her family, and I feel like that's what's happening right now. Um, you can't outrun Jesus. You can't outrun Him. He, he there's not... A wall, what's the song? Uh, there's no wall he won't kick down, lie he won't tear down, coming after me. That's the truth. There's no shadow he won't light up, mountain he won't climb up, coming after me. He leaves the 99 and comes to find you. 
and you can run just like Noah did or just like Jonah did. You can run away from God's plan, but he will pursue you. He's a God who pursues. And that is just, to me, it blows my mind that he loves us so much and and we feel like we're just ordinary people who could never be used by the Lord. Um, he, he doesn't have a plan for our life. You know, we're not really gifted. But if you look at the people in the Bible that the Lord used, they were just ordinary nothings. Ordinary sinners. Yes, yes. They weren't royalty. They weren't smart. They were uneducated. Um, and so... That, and even for like me, you know, um, I'm uneducated. I don't have any kind of degree. I don't have anything. I have the Holy Spirit. That's it. And um, and I was 43 when he called me out of sin um, and asked me to teach on living on the Spirit and, and walking with the Lord. Um, it's not been easy. It's not easy because you have an enemy who is ready to trip you up and mess you up and ruin your testimony and get you off focused by the world, by our cell phones and our movies that we watch. I had a lady um, on TikTok uh, yesterday on one of my posts. She said, um, I was watching a movie the other night and it was not appropriate. And she said, I thought of you and I changed the channel. Because I'm like, it matters what you watch. It matters what you read. It matters what you listen to. And I just thought, Lord, thank you for allowing me to speak truth about your word. Not anything to do with me. Speaking truth about your word and who you are and how we are to glorify you in, in everything that we do. So, what else you got? Um, you got all kinds of notes. I do. And then I start writing and it's like, okay, how do we put all this together to make sense of it? Um, prayer is used to ask God for help and decision making. So that was another thing is like, why do we pray? Like, mm -hmm. what are we trying to get out of prayer? And uh, prayer is communicating with the creator of the universe of all things seen and unseen. Um, and prayer is one way we definitely grow our relationship. So you know, how how close would you be with someone you don't talk to? That's right. You know, that's right. That's why he will tell you or tells people that he doesn't know you because you don't spend time in prayer. Mm -hmm. Like you will hear his voice if you don't pray. If you're praying these small little Mickey Mouse prayers like be with me, protect me, be with my food, whatever. Like some of the kinds of prayers I'm going to challenge you to do is like search me. See if there's any ugliness in me or mm -hmm. um, something that is unkind or sin or whatever break me break me of myself you know the pride and stuff uh, send me like lord wherever you need me to go send me speak to me make me bold and break my heart for what breaks yours you know these are these are hard this is like housekeeping like this if you pray these prayers you won't come out the same person because he will do that he will search you and he will show you the ugliness in your heart or a different way he wants you to do things he will break you of yourself he will take you to the end of yourself um he will send you to open you up to that like, yes help me to hear you i always tell the lord lord like i'm different i need you to spell it out <laughs> i am adhd i need you i need like that burning bush type speaking yeah because i i can't like discern what you like 
I'm always questioning. So I need, I need you to write it down on a piece of paper. Send me a messenger, which that would really freak me out if somebody did. I mean, that would scare you to death. But just think, like, your, your um, interaction with Steve Cottle. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you didn't realize it, but you were, you were a messenger. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and there's so many people that are messengers to me that will say the word that I've been praying for. And, and that's just how the Lord works. That's what he does. I mean, he needs, he's not ever going to just be like, there's, there's, you always pray, but there's always, there's always an action that follows for me anyway. Um, if I pray for somebody and I'm, I'm asking for opportunity to be able to witness to somebody, like you should find somebody in your circle and been like, it like you are the hound dog for you know you're going after that person because you want their you want to win their soul for Jesus and you're asking the Lord to give you opportunity to speak well if you just pray but you never go talk to that person or invite them to church or whatever then you know God's not the zap he did that with uh, my cousin Linda um, it was really bothering me because I when she was growing up, she didn't, her parents weren't like church goers mm -hmm. and those kind of things. And so with everything changing in the world and getting worse and stuff, for whatever reason, every time I would pray, he would put her face in my mind. And so I kept praying for the opportunity. I'd get nervous to talk to her. She's my cousin. Like, right, right. That, like, yeah. You know, should not be nervous around. And so he opened up the opportunity one time. Like yeah. We were at the pool. Yeah, and, uh, that's amazing. She's going to church um, now. She goes to Eastside Baptist. That's great. Yeah. Somebody's just saved. waiting on you to be bold. Yeah. That, that I mean, you know, um, the Lord has already planned out who you're going to speak to. And so, like, find that person. Like, it, it is a salvation comes one at a time. And so have somebody that you're focused on and go after them. And ask the Lord, you know, like open up opportunities. You keep praying to them until they come, uh, you know, um, to the Lord. Um, so the one thing that I want to mention about that is, you know, she just lost her mom um, a bit ago or yeah, end of last year mm -hmm. or so. And, um, and she's already lost her dad. And so now, like, and she has step-siblings and those kind of half have brothers and sisters, I believe, mm -hmm. that she's not really close to. But so now, you know, she's, I think he he wanted her so he could be there for her when, when she had to Listen, when I lost my dad, my earthly dad, because he was a great dad, mm -hmm. I was void. And the Lord used that to step in and be that person for like sometimes he will rid you of yourself. He will rid you of your family. He will he will do whatever it takes to get you where he wants you. And um because death isn't the same for him as it it's precious in his sight. So when someone dies, it it breaks us. But he's he's glad they're home. But for us it makes us so upset and I don't know. I was just, I was just seeking for any kind of comfort mm -hmm. and I found that in him. And so that's his plan. He will yeah. wreck you in whatever way he needs to wreck you. Um, but he, he's sovereign. And so that's, what's so good about him is that he, he will pursue you and, and, um, and that's just God. And then you're just like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that he loves me this much. But we're so. running out of time. 
Yes, so we are. Right. No, it's not. Right. There's how to keep pursuing you. Yeah, keep pursuing. Yeah, yeah. At some point, he will stop. I mean, I know that that sounds crazy, but like he hardens hearts because, um, you know, there there's so many people. You have free will. Um, and that's weird to, to understand that you have free will, but yet God is sovereign. Um, I guess he knows who's going to choose him, who's not going to choose him, and he's got people in place that he will use so he can give them blessings. I mean, it's like, it's the craziest thing to think about, but his will will be done, and, and the people who are supposed to go to heaven will go to heaven, and the people who choose not to, who choose to reject Jesus, they will spend eternity in hell, and that's the truth of it, and we are running out of time, and we have, there's an urgency now about my words, um, it, it, even with my daughter who who just got married, she's wanting to have a baby, and I'm like, you better hurry up, because Jesus is about to come, you know. And so she was devastated this last time because she wasn't pregnant, and she was like, what if I can't have a baby? And I'm like, be still. And it's hard when you're when you're when your child's going through something that they want, they've been praying about it, and they're you're watching them steady, and you're watching them grow, and the Lord hasn't an answered prayers. And I tell I tell her, I say, you um. Your God already has your baby, if, if that's his plan. There's already a date set. So, you know, you have to rest in that. Because she's driving me crazy with all these uh, um, ovulation tests and stuff. I'm so glad we didn't have that because we would have all done that. But we didn't have anything. We had to wait, yeah. you know, wait, wait for uh, five days, I think, after a missed period before we could actually take a test that would pick up anything now they know when they're ovulating they stand on their heads they do all kinds of crazy stuff and I'm like the Lord is sovereign so um but my my kids take it serious because I I'm not I'm telling you I feel like the Lord is coming um and I think he's coming soon so you know make it your priority to rest in front of the Lord to put out everything of uh, leave your cell phone who cares if it dings because that will happen you will be in the middle of you know trying to to listen to the lord and you'll hear your phone ding and you'll be like i wonder who that is i wonder if it's an emergency i wonder if it's my kid you know you'll have all these things and so it's best just to leave it on the other side of the house go outside leave it out there or leave it in the house and make time to just sit and listen to just i just praise his name that's how i sit before him and just listen like i like to do it at nighttime so um you know, I hope that this helps you with praying because praying seems for us, it's just always we teach our kids these little small prayers. And I think that we need to teach our children to just talk with God yeah. at an early, early age. Um, I can remember as a teenager, me still saying, now lay me down to sleep. And I thought, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I've got to quit doing this because it was just a habit. Yeah. And sometimes I wouldn't even get through the prayer before I would fall asleep. And I expected the Lord to move in my life, praying those little small bland, lame prayers. And so, he also uh, knows our heart. yeah, I know. Yeah. But he, he's, he wants to talk with you and he wants you to hear what he's got to say. And so, um, I pray that you this week will pray some bold prayers and that you will, um, be ready to hear from the Lord and what he's got to say and then act on it because you can hear what he's got to say. I mean, even Moses, Moses is like, no, call my brother. Mm -hmm. Jonah was like, no, send someone else. You know, so there, it's not that at first you're like, oh, thank you, Lord. I'm going to go out here and tell, you know, whatever, whatever he tells you to do. It's usually something that you think's impossible, but what comes out of it is that reward that she was talking about, just humbling yourself before the Lord and just saying, 
here I am, your servant, Lord, speak to me. So um, we will uh, see you next week.